KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Juneteenth is Saturday. What is Juneteenth? Well, if you are not familiar, it is an incredibly important day in African American and U.S. history, but only in the last few years has it started really being widely talked about and recognized. We wanted to learn the story of Juneteenth, so we reached out to Dr. Nafisa Muhammad, a professor of history at Lincoln University. Really important conversation. Give a listen. So Juneteenth, just kind of start by explaining it to me, its origin, what it represents. Yes, Juneteenth. It is a conflation of June 19th, um, with reference to the year 1865, which is the last year of the Civil War. You have um, African-Americans in Texas or in the most remote lands of the Confederacy. They finally found out that they were indeed free. So most of the battles that took place during the Civil War, it happened in states like Virginia and Tennessee. And so most of the slave states that's a little further west, a lot of those African-Americans never even knew that the Emancipation Proclamation um, was issued two years prior, January 1st, 1863. So um, by the time you get to June 19th, 1865, you have the Union Army going to Galveston, Texas, letting African-Americans know that they are in fact free. And the interesting part is that um, the military officer, Gordon Granger, he gave that announcement. He read what they call general order number three from a home known as the Ashton Villa, which was the hub of the Confederate army in Texas. So he gave that announcement from Ashton Villa, letting those African-Americans know that they were in fact free and that the Union Army was there to support their freedom. And so June 19th, it's been celebrated from that day forward. So even in the following year, 1866, African-Americans in Texas put on these huge parades and parties and events to celebrate that freedom. I know, I think as we're speaking, the Senate just voted to make Juneteenth a holiday, a national holiday. I think it still has to go through the House. And, you know, I think we're, as last I read, they were unsure on the timing Mm -hmm. of when it would work its way through. But, I mean, this is 2021. Why in the world, you know, are we just now getting around to doing this? Right. So so this is the thing about history. And and it's very unfortunate. Um, It's very unfortunate. So history, even prior to the civil rights movement of the 50s and 60s, it's always been told from the voices of those who won, all right, from the victors. And so when you think about that, you, you want to tell the good news. You don't want to say, oh, well, this was the bad. Oh, and this part was the ugly. All right. So, you know, in history, again, up until the civil rights movement, it has had this Eurocentric component, again, where you gloss over a lot of things. And so with respect to African-Americans, you know, for, for every good thing. So starting with Juneteenth or the Emancipation Proclamation, even that took time to be realized. And then if you want to fast forward, even in the aftermath of the civil rights movement, which theoretically ended the Jim Crow era, even that took time because you still had a lot of of racial hatred and a lot of violence to take place even after those monumental events. Now let's bring it up five, six years ago, the massacre in Charlottesville, Virginia, where those nine African-Americans were killed in church simply because they were black. 
So it's a history. It's slow. It's slow to turn over for African-Americans. And unfortunately, it's taken a series of events, violent events, tragic events and organizations such as Black Lives Matters, the SELC, NAACP, to bring those events continually in the foreface of the nation. And then with respect to 2020, the killing of George Floyd, it kind of just conflated and compounded all of those energies to whereas nations and states are saying we need to recognize Juneteenth, Black Independence Day, because July 4th, you know, that's a whole nother set of questions for African-Americans. But when you think of Juneteenth, it's Black independence. You know, it's interesting because um, even as I was thinking about Juneteenth and Black Independence Day, also known as Freedom Day, Frederick Douglass wrote a speech called What to the Slave is the Fourth of July. Like, what was that? What did it really mean when the slave trade accelerated in the United States in the wake of America's independence from England? What did it really mean? It did not mean much. But fast forward you know, to the Emancipation Proclamation, Juneteenth, that meant a lot to African-Americans as far as their independence from freedom. So when you think about today, it's just been a long road. Um, you know, the governments and states, a lot of people just don't want to acknowledge that tragedy. And that's what I think, this is why right now we're coming to this point to whereas people all over are recognizing this holiday, making it a national holiday and a federal holiday. Yeah, to that point, I mean, we are in a moment where over the last year you feel like, I don't know if I want to say if it's progress or just acknowledgement of a lot of things where people are coming to grips with things that we'd always kind of just thought one way and understanding the complicated and uh, past of it. How important is it to, to focus on something like Juneteenth in this moment that we seem to be experiencing as a country. Mm -hmm. It's very important. And, and let me say this, you know, now Juneteenth, you know, it, it is a celebration and people have, you know, parties and festivals, but more importantly, I feel like Juneteenth at this moment should encourage a dialogue. You know, there should be workshops, there should be study groups, there should be, you know, people of all different nationalities, Americans, you know, coming together to create this dialogue that talks about this good, bad and ugly history, but also looks at what is this path to reconciliation? How do we put equity at the forefront when you're talking about African-Americans and, and, and black communities? Um, so with anything Juneteenth at this juncture, it's encouraging dialogue because this event I really doubt that it's in a lot of um, history textbooks. So dialogue at this juncture is even more important because it creates understanding and understanding creates remedies, remedies for a better society. And the idea of having this, you know, I, eventually it will become a federal holiday. Like I said, we don't know the timing, but to have this consistent discussion, even if it's just once a year, you know, but where this is brought up, the why, the how, the importance, and, and kind of developing that, for lack of a better term, that muscle memory as a society of why this is important and what it represents. I mean, that would be huge, no? Yes, very huge. You know, a lot of people, you know, some people just, I don't want to say they just don't understand, but um, some of the way 
the ways that history and politics and so forth has been presented to a lot of people. You know, some people just don't grasp the depth of um, these moments, this long moment of enslavement, this long moment of trying to get civil rights. You know, you, you read about it in school, you take a test on it, and then maybe you forget it. But, the, you know, and going back to this dialogue, it will keep encouraging people to understand, oh, well, this is why this group of people reacted this way. It promotes an understanding. And more importantly, I believe in appreciation, an appreciation for, um, for people's experiences, especially African-Americans. How you mentioned the next year that the, in 1866, this was it was acknowledged and celebrated. Are there parts of the country that are, are kind of known for their Juneteenth celebrations? Oh, yes. Well, definitely Texas. All right. So Texas, um, again, a trailblazer, um, the first state to even say that Juneteenth is going to be a be an official holiday in 1980, which seems a long way. But when you think about it, that's the aftermath of the civil rights movement. So it seems befitting that by 1980, Texas would declare a national Juneteenth holiday. Then you have other states like Virginia, um, Pennsylvania just recognized Juneteenth last year. Other states like Georgia. In fact, from my understanding, a lot of states, almost the entire nation celebrates Juneteenth, with the exception of a few states. Now, the only thing is that we have to make it a federal holiday. To you as someone who has studied this, are you encouraged by this moment we're in and these discussions that we're having overall? I mean, I know there are infuriating things, infuriating comments, there's bad faith, but overall, do you think the arrow is pointing in the right direction? Yes, I do. Because, you know, sometimes, and I always say this to my students as well, sometimes you don't necessarily see how important something is until it's in your face, until it's impacting your life, or until you see other people who are, you know, tragically victimized, uh, you know, by forms of oppression. So I think now, and again, especially within the last year, you could take it back to the last five years, last decade, you know, a lot of people are seeing upfront, close and personal, uh, whether it's on the news or even being portrayed in, in movies that come out, like the movie Harriet. A lot of this encourages people to acknowledge something that they probably haven't acknowledged or they probably seen it and ignored it. So I think that we are at an important juncture right here in 2021 to where the nation is coming to terms with that tragic past. Um, nobody likes to talk about it. Pain and tragedy is hard to talk about. But I'm of the belief, and I always tell my students this, that you have to understand the total story, the total story. And sometimes you have to make that story, you know, become a reality to some people. And, you know, unfortunately, it has come out within the past year in ways that we, you know, wish we could take back. But I believe that um, going forward, I think the world is going to be forever different. The United States of America how we talk about race, how we present things, it's not going to ever be the same because now we have to reckon with, you know, we need to include this experience, that experience, and go forward. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.